What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 64 of the Sports Card Segment Podcast. Uh, today, I'm going to be talking about my experience at the Babe Ruth Museum in Baltimore. Um, my family actually got to go to it on the way back from our vacation to Washington, D.C. Um, I did not get to go to any car shops, but totally fine with that. Obviously, it was a family vacation, and we were just trying to see all the sights of Washington. So, um, yeah. So I got back uh, yesterday, and I'm recording it on Sunday. So, um, yeah, a uh, really fun time on my vacation. Got to see National Mall and all kinds of museums and stuff, and that was super fun. And also the Bay Ruth Museum. We stopped on the way back in Baltimore, and uh, that was a super fun experience. And I'm going to go over that today. Also, I'm also going to probably go over a... PC project I'm going to be starting in the near future, and I'll keep you guys posted on that. All right, guys, let's get right into this episode. Guys, the Sports Card Second Podcast is now a more than sports production. Yes, you heard that right. The Sports Card Second Podcast is now the second podcast to be picked up by More Than Sports. Starting now, the show will be listed on their website along with their main show, The More Sports Podcast. So check out their website. That's morethansports.com. Once again, morethansports.com. M-O-O-R-E, thensports.com. That's where my show will be listed. That's where their show will be listed. Make sure you check them out. More Than Sports. Dot com. Let's get back into the show. All right, guys, we're going to start off with my experience at the Babe Ruth Museum in Baltimore. Um, this is super fun. If you guys are in Baltimore or around that area, if you guys can ever go to this, it is just a really cool experience. They have so much Babe Ruth memorabilia. And it, even though it's kind of a small place, it really does tell the story of his life pretty well. And, uh, He's just an American icon, and it definitely showed in that museum. So right when you walk in, we got tickets and all that. So right when you walk in, there is some rooms to the right, which is, so this is actually where he was born, like his house. This is his actual, like his actual house. They had so many things from his actual house and his family, uh, which was really cool. But uh, right when you walk in, in front of us, there is a case of baseball cards. Great by SGC. So I'm already excited. I can see the colors on these cards and I know exactly what they are. Okay. Like I literally immediately knew what they are. Um, so after that, uh, there's some rooms to the right. We kind of read through that stuff about where he was born and kind of what, what he, his, what his early life was like. Um, I'm sure most of you guys know he was a terrible child. He was shipped off to, a a, a reform school, and uh, that's what made him great at baseball. Thank goodness he got shipped off to that school. But um, he, um, his life is just kind of interesting. I mean, most of you guys already know the story, so I'm not going to go into his life story, obviously. But yeah, I'm just going to go over kind of the tour, the just the entire place. So you walk right in. There's kind of some rooms over there. We're kind of checking those out, and then we come to that case. And inside that case is a 1914 Baltimore News Babe Ruth SGC4. And when you think of that card, 
you're thinking of their exactly right one. It's the one that Collectible owns on their marketplace. Collectible. I can literally get a share of the card I just saw. And uh, I actually had, took a few pictures with the card. And I uh, sent a message to John Newman. Uh, he actually owns quite a few shares of this card. And uh, he, I, I told him that I saw his card today. Um, but I, that's given me some large incentive to buy shares in that card. Um, if you guys go a few weeks back, I talked about fractional sharing in the hobby. Um, and that was a really great episode. I think that was quite interesting. And uh, I'd go back and listen to that. But I'm thinking about buying some shares in that card because I just saw it. And uh, that was extremely cool. They actually had the complete set of Baltimore News. It's all the Baltimore Orioles from the International League in 1914. Um, so that was extremely cool card to see. I was just so happy I could not get over that card. Um, collectible, uh, collectibles market cap, uh, value at that card right now is eight million dollars. Eight million dollars. I saw the Hannes Wagner at the National, and I that was the five million dollar card. I thought. I would never, I honestly basically knew I would never see another card more valuable than that. And uh, I was wrong because D Babe Root is worth, is valued at $8 million. And uh, I believe I will never see another card worth more than that unless I somehow see the PSA 10 Mickey Mantle. I think that's the only other card in the world worth more than that Babe Ruth card. And I am not joking. It's just, an amazing card. There's 10 in existence. And uh, that red border with the red print, Babe Ruth rookie card, is just one of the most rare cards and one of the most valuable cards in this hobby. So that was absolutely insane. I literally just stood there for about 15 minutes just looking at that card. I could not get over it. And uh, I definitely have a high incentive to buy some shares on a collectible uh, from that card. Uh, that is just a huge card. Um, and maybe I should just get Collectible as a sponsor. I've mentioned them so much. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, Collectible uh, is a great platform, and I highly recommend it. Um, and next, uh, we kind of go. That's kind of the ma most of the main floor. There's a couple other things. Like, um, they actually had the details, the picture, the field, and everything about all of his home runs on a wall, which is really cool. It had It was like a for each home run a small plaque so that was really cool to see and then uh, we go upstairs there's actually quite a few signed baseballs upstairs um, which was extremely cool they actually also had a 500 home run club uh, case and it had all of the 500 uh, home run club uh, members with the signed ball including Babe Ruth uh, they had some really great condition Babe Ruth uh, signatures with Bold, dark uh, autographs, and honestly, PSA 8 or 9 condition. Uh, so those were extremely nice looking. And uh, that was most of the upstairs. Uh, there was a small exhibit about the called shot, which I really enjoyed. Um, and speaking of the called shot, do you guys think Babe Ruth called his shot? If so, draw me an email. You know where, but I'm going to say it anyway. Sports card second at gmail.com, and let's get a debate going. Do you guys think he called his shot? Um, I don't think he did, 
I think he was pointing at the pitcher, but Lou Gehrig said he did. So I I don't know. It's I think you just had to be there to to uh, think about it because the video we have is just so grainy. I mean, we can see him point, but where is he pointing? Is the question. So um, I don't think he did, but it is a high possibility that he did. I think it's a fifty-fifty percent. Uh, chance that he did or didn't. So, um, I don't know. It's just one of those great myths and debates in baseball history. Make sure you guys drop me a line, sportscarsecond at gmail.com, and we can talk about it. All right. So, um, next, yeah, most of that's upstairs. There's a lot of slime memorabilia up there. There was also the bedroom where he was born, which is quite interesting, and some uh, St. Mary's stuff, which is the reform school he went to. And, uh, yeah, it was kind of a small place, but there was quite a few, like, really cool stuff for uh, car collectors, sports memorabilia collectors. There was a ton of sign balls and some other cards up there uh, that we saw. So that was extremely fun as well. And, yeah, that that wraps up the Babe Ruth Museum. And then next up, we're going to get right into a, a PC project that I have upcoming. And I'm... Honestly, working on the cart right now, like right before we started recording, I've got a large cart on ComC that I'm working on. So, uh, yeah, let's get right into that. All right, guys, let's get into that PC project I am working on. So, a little rewind back to 2018. Uh, Hunter Green was drafted by the Cincinnati Reds, and... Uh, I had already kind of followed him. He was a huge prospect, obviously, out of uh, high school. He was actually supposed to be a two-way player, and uh, we just seen the hype around Otani, so I was ready for this guy. And uh, I was super excited for him. I uh, bought a few of his cards immediately, and I still have those cards, and I bought a lot of cards at the National of him. And uh, he actually was called up this year. And if you guys don't know, he throws a 103-mile-an-hour fastball. He's Quite a good pitcher, um, but he does give up a lot of home runs, which in Great American <coughs> small park, <coughs> um, he does not do um, the best. But hey, is if you have an 103 mile an hour fastball, um, I think if you can have one other pitch and he does have a slider, uh, I think he's going to be fine in the MLB. But anyways, I had a lot of fun prospecting with him and uh, the ups and downs of prospecting. So I have decided to start a new PC project with another uh, top five Reds prospect. Um, you guys probably know if you are into Bowman and prospecting, uh, Jay Allen, I'm going to start with him. Uh, I think it would be super fun to follow a prospect all the way to the MLB. And I think Jay Allen is going to be a great player once he uh, makes the majors. And he's a hitter. He's an outfielder. And he's extremely young, which I really like. Um, he's a number five prospect in the Reds organization, and uh, I'm really excited uh, to see what he can do. So I'm going to just buy up a ton of his Bowman Chrome first, and I uh, already have a few uh, Bowman papers, so um, good foundation to start that. But I'm going to be just shooting for a bunch of stuff, um, trading and uh, all kinds of stuff. So. Maybe I'll even try and go for the rainbow or something. That would be super fun. Um, pretty pricey, but I think that would be a fun 
uh, endeavor as well. So uh, we'll see where we what we can go with this. I've got about 20, 25 uh, cards in my uh, Comp C cart waiting uh, to be ordered. And uh, maybe I'll have them in a couple weeks, and I'll talk about those once I get those in. Um, so, uh, yeah, it's going to be a fun project. He's only in single A right now, but uh, I, I'm sure he'll end the season double A or triple A, somewhere in there. Um, so, yeah, it's going to be super fun to do that with him. And he was a great name last year for the Reds, and uh, I'm hoping he does well again. The reason I did not go with one of the Reds' prospects from 2022, like Ellie De La Cruz and uh, Matt McClain, is because they're 2022 and their cards are hot. Uh, I've realized that prospectors move on to the new wave, obviously. Uh, every year, a new prospect uh, comes out, and uh, those guys are really expensive. I can get a first Bowman auto of Jalen for 65 bucks compared to McLean and De La Cruz, which range from around 200 to 300 So that would be way too pricey for me. So I'm going to go with a little bit cheaper, but I think has great talent, Jay Allen. And uh, yeah, so that's going to wrap up episode 64 of the Sports Card Second Podcast. Um, hope you guys enjoyed this episode. Um, I had a lot of fun uh, at the Babe Ruth Museum. And uh, yeah, I totally recommend that. And, uh, yeah, I'll keep you guys posted on the PC project as well. All right, guys, thanks for listening. Episode 64, signing off. Keep collecting. Peace.